a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Well, it was Albert Einstein who said, not everything that can be counted counts, and not everything that counts can be counted. Well, there's been a lot of counting going on in recent days uh, as we look at uh, President Russell M. Nelson, president of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, uh, is now the oldest uh, prophet, having lived 97 years, seven months, and seven days as of today. And there are so many things that you could count uh, about uh, his life and his service from world-renowned heart surgeon uh, to leader of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Uh, But I am a firm believer in the old adage that life isn't measured by the number of breaths you take, but by the number of moments that take your breath away. And President Nelson has been running uh, at a speed which has taken many of our breaths away, just trying to keep up and track what he has done. Uh, I actually got a chuckle uh, looking back at some of the reporting. It was just a, a little over four years ago uh, that uh, President Nelson became the president of the church. And one national publication said that his would be a caretaker uh, administration, that there would be no change, uh, no advancements Uh, And it's been anything but. He's been running at a breakneck speed ever since. And it's interesting to me as you look at that, uh, you could go through and you could count a lot of things about President Nelson over the last four years. Uh, He's traveled over 115,000 miles, 35 nations, six continents. Uh, You can go through 100 temples that he has uh, announced uh, for the church. And all of those things would add up to just a breathtaking pace. Uh, and leadership in a really interesting way. You know, I, often I have the opportunity to uh, play MC and to do introductions to people at to different events. And I have made this uh, motto for myself that I, I will never introduce anyone by their resume or by their list of degrees or titles or positions that whenever I'm asked to do an introduction for someone, whether that's here on radio or whether that's uh, at a convention or a sales meeting or a business uh, event of some sort, that I always introduce people through their principles. And so as we look at uh, these 97 years, seven months, and seven days uh, of President Russell M. Nelson, uh, I want to go through some of the principles that I've seen. Now, I, I had the opportunity prior to the pandemic uh, for uh, over the course of about two years uh, to try to keep up with his breakneck pace as he traveled around the world on uh, global ministry tours. And I learned a lot of principles just watching him in action. And I think these are worth noting. Uh, they are clearly uh, worth 
some some good attention, uh, but they're also worthy of some good emulation. There are some great things that you can apply in terms of these principles. Uh, one of the first things that I noticed uh, with President Nelson uh, was down in South America. He was being interviewed uh, by the gentleman who was the biographer for Pope Francis. And uh, in the course of the conversation, there were some uh, different people who came into the room. And President Nelson was asked about going from being a world-renowned heart surgeon to becoming a church leader. And was that hard? Was it hard to leave everything that he had worked for uh, as a surgeon, as a medical professional, uh, and to, in an instant, really walk away from that? And President Nelson's response, the principle, uh, was about opening and closing doors. And he responded and said, at that moment, a new door opened. I walked through it and closed it behind me. So he didn't hang around the door and look back and wonder what if he had stayed in his profession as a, as a medical expert and as a world-renowned heart surgeon. Uh, he walked through the door to the new opportunity, closed the door behind him, and just kept right on walking, running, really. But he just kept right on going. And that's a principle, I think, that uh, has contributed to his 97 and a half plus years. Uh, I've also noticed that he, wherever he is in the world, uh, he always has time for children. Uh, you cannot keep uh, children away from Russell M. Nelson, nor can you keep Russell M. Nelson away from the children. It, it is an amazing connection that they have, that someone in their late 90s uh, and young children can have such an instant connection. Uh, again, in South America, I, I watched uh, literally a stampede of children who had jumped over the rope line and, and were racing at uh, President Nelson as he was shaking hands with some dignitaries at a very large event. And while everyone kind of looked around to wonder what to do and how to deal with these children that were literally running at President Nelson, uh, President Nelson immediately dropped to his knees and scooped them all up uh, and did that over and over and over again. Uh, and that's an important principle uh, of always having time for children. One of the things that you'll hear about President Nelson, and I think this is an extraordinary principle, uh, is that he is always curious and always future-focused. Uh, his wife, uh, Wendy Nelson, has said that the older President Nelson has become, the more uh, focused he has been on the future, the more interested he's been in the future. That's an interesting thing. And the fact that he's always curious, if you talk to his colleagues uh, one noted that even though he is often the smartest and the most well-versed on a subject in the room, you will never hear him say to anyone, I knew that, or I already understand that. Uh, he always validates, he always asks that important follow-up question. Uh, and he's always curious. I think that's part of the reason why he's so young, uh, is that he is perpetually learning and curious about everything going on around him. You've heard me talk on this show before about his unique connection with Reverend Amos Brown from the historic Third Baptist Church of San Francisco. And that was one of the first moments where I saw President Nelson do this very interesting thing where he will come up beside people and he will just slip his arm in there and just link arms. And I've seen him do it all around the world. I've seen him do it with presidents of countries. 
I've seen him do it with religious leaders of all kinds. Uh, I've seen him do it with uh, just ordinary people. And it's always this linking of arms. It's a subtle thing. Uh, I shared that one time and someone said, well, yeah, he's 97. He's just balancing himself. And it's like, no, no, if you're not paying attention, he'll he'll rip your shoulder out of socket and he will pull you in. And I love the friendship that has developed uh, between Reverend Brown and President Nelson. It's a great model of building bridges uh, and finding common ground, which is always on higher ground. Uh, I've also noticed how interested he is in people. Uh, President Nelson, I remember watching as he interacted with uh, those in New Zealand uh, who had suffered uh, this, the horrendous attack on two mosques there in New Zealand. In fact, uh, one of the imams, one of the leaders, uh, still had his arm in a sling uh, from a bullet uh, where he was in between the, the attackers uh, and the children in that mosque. And it wasn't enough to just have an exchange. It wasn't enough just to you know make donations or pledge support or cooperation uh, I watched President Nelson really slow things down and listen and talk uh, and ask specifically, uh, not just what is your name, uh, what's your doctor's name, what's your physician's name. I, w- I want to make sure I'm praying for all of those people as well. Uh, and then finally, I'll just close out uh, with one of the things that just cannot be counted, and that is the fact that Russell M. Nelson may have the largest abundance mentality on the planet. Uh, There is enough and to spare in his view, uh, and that's a good model for all of us in sharing information, in coming to cooperation. It's not about zero sum and who wins and who loses. Uh, It's about linking and locking arms and finding and exploring what is best and what is possible. So of all the things that can be counted, uh, I think it's the principles of 97 years, seven months, and seven days from President Russell M. Nelson of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints that are worth noting and emulating today. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources. And as always, as you go out into the world, see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.